Welcome to episode 210 of Take Flight Podcast. This week's episode is an episode with myself, Daniel. In this week's episode, I'm going to speak on why I stopped putting money into my son's saving account and instead started to invest it. So without further ado, let's get right into today's episode. For those who pay close attention, in a number of episodes ago, episode to be precise, I touched on me opening a Vanguard account for my son. Before I continue, I want to express that what I'm going to share in this episode should not be considered or treated as investment or financial advice. So please allow me to first provide some context. So before my wife and I welcomed our first child, I was to research the best junior stocks and shares ISA or a bank account to open for a child. I say child because at this stage of me researching, we didn't know whether we were going to have a boy or girl. So I made the reference as child in this episode. Nevertheless, I didn't open an account due to sheer procrastination, for a lack of a better word, although I had done a little research, but I did not execute. Consequently, when our child, our son arrived, we started putting money into a dormant savings account of ours and began putting money away every month into that account. So I don't want to assume everyone knows what a stocks and shares ISA is. So I'll just try and break it down very simply. A junior stocks and shares ISA is a tax efficient investment account for children under the age of 18 that allows you to hold stocks, funds, bonds, and other publicly traded investment products. Any returns made through the account are free from income tax and capital gains tax, regardless of amount. If you're a parent or legal guardian, you can set up a junior ISA account in your child's name. Friends and family can also add money to it as well. So when your child turns 18, they'll get full access to the account. They can put it towards university, getting on the property ladder, or even start a business, or be entirely up to them. In the current tax year, 6th of April to the 5th of April the following year, you can invest up to £9,000 for your child into a junior tax ISA. So that's what a stocks and shares ISA is. So as I said, I hadn't opened one up. We were putting money into a dormant savings account on a monthly basis. So fast forward 18 months of when my, my, my son was born. And fortunately for me, in a WhatsApp group I'm part of, someone shared some topical questions for parents, specifically for dads, to ponder, and of which one was on savings. This accelerated the need for me to revisit this topic and me aiming to take unequivocal action. Other factors that helped accelerate this was the current rate of inflation and that money in the account over time would be worth less than today. So typically an idea, and you know, when it comes to the savings account, we think of parking a lump sum into a savings account for a child or in a cash ISA. We would occasionally dip into it to meet short-term expenses, whether it's for the child, family, emergencies, whatever it may be, and then hand over the remainder to them when they reach 18 or 21. I think a lot of people think of that as sort of a standard, you know, starting to open an account, put money away, let them allow that money to accumulate and grow over time. So when they're 18, they could, you know, can pay for university for fees or something of that nature or private school, whatever it may be. Um, but that's what we tend to generally think of. An alternative idea is to open up a junior stocks and shares ISA for your child, which I mentioned, and regularly invest into low cost, globally diversified index funds. So you're thinking, why would I do that when there's, you know, risk involved? So when thinking about saving for our children's future, 
our natural instinct is safety. First, because we want to make sure that we are in a position to provide some type of nest egg when they come of age, typically 18. The risk of losing their inheritance bears down on us and results in us focusing on savings rather than building on wealth. Problem with that approach is that cash languishing in savings is actually losing value over time because the interest received is lower than the prevailing inflation, inflation rate. And that's what I was alluding to earlier. And I think in a few episodes, a num number of episodes ago, we as a group spoke about inflation, the rate of inflation, and how the money that you have now, for example, 10,000 pounds now in 10 years could actually be worth nominally 7,000 pounds because of the rate of inflation. But I'm not gonna delve into the topic of inflation for the sake of this episode. So for example, if the current rate of inflation is 10.1%, you have your child's money in an account that is paying less than that. You're effectively making him or her poorer in real terms. So investing over the long term provides a great opportunity to grow your money at a rate that is faster than inflation. And when coupled with a focus on index funds, isn't actually expensive and doesn't take a lot of time to put in place. So as I mentioned, I opened a Vanguard account. This actually through conversations, I spoke to someone I, I used to work for an ex-colleague, bumped into him at the gym and we we're talking about different accounts and he mentioned that he opened a Vanguard account. And I then took action that same day or a few days later. And it's very simple. You can Google Vanguard Junior Stocks and Shares ISA account. You can then sign up and that's what I did. There's some documents, but I, I invested immediately. And when you log into the account, there are a number of different indices or indexes that you can invest in, different funds you can invest in. It shows you sort of past performance, projected performance, what you can expect to receive on an annual basis. But of course, there is also a risk of your investment going down. As with any investment, there is of course opportunity for it to rise, which we hope it does. But there's also the caveat that they have to include your, the, the amount that you invest can also reduce over time. But typically speaking, it can, you know, accumulate over time. I can't, I think I, you know, what I invested in, no, I'm, this again, it's not investment advice. I think it was a global FTSE index and another index that I invested in. And the great thing about Vanguard is you can, I think there's a, there's a minimum which you can, you have to invest, which I believe is 500, but you can do it on a recurring basis. So every single month you can just set up almost like a standing order. It just invests into a specific index or you can change it at any time to invest into another index. Um, and this is a great way just rather than putting money into a savings account, you're actually investing it and hopefully that would in, in accumulate because of the interest. And typically speaking, we know that in indexes over time do outperform single stocks, um, but definitely do outperform what the bank is given as an interest rate. So it's certainly something you can consider. Like I said, I went with Vanguard. There are many other um, accounts out there. I, I employ you to do your own research and just don't go from, from what I said. And there are different indexes you can invest in. So, you know, do have a look, do see if it's, in, you know, works for you. But let me end on something that's, you know, a bit significant that you just, just consider and ponder. The choice between a junior stocks and shares ISA and a saving account depends on your financial goals and preference. Junior ISAs offer potential for higher returns as they allow investments in stocks and shares, but they come with risks. As I mentioned, they can go up and go down. Saving accounts are more secure, but may offer lower interest rates. So you should certainly consider your risk tolerance and long-term goals when deciding which avenue you take. But you can do both. You could have a savings account and simultaneously a junior stocks and shares ISA. The choice is totally up to you. So yeah, that gives you some more information and understanding as to why I stopped paying into my son's savings account, but went down the route of investing in the money. 
I hope you found this episode educational, informative, and maybe it's something that you may reconsider if you haven't done already. Feel free if there's any feedback to email us, DM us, DM me personally for any questions that you may have or any feedback that you may have. We, we welcome all responses and look forward to seeing you next week with another new episode. Until then, stay safe. Take off, take flight with you. Yeah. Before we never fly, but we're